Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. You've been searching in the dark, sweat soaking through the floor. Buried in your bones, there's an ache that you can't ignore Taking your breath, stealing your mind And all that was real is left behind Don't fight it, it's coming for you, running at you It's only this moment, don't care what comes after Your fever dream, can't you see, getting closer Just surrender, cause you feel the feeling taking over I don't know what it is about the song, but now I'm, I'm I'm hyped to work out. I don't know what it is. So I'll just let you know this: had I known that that was performed by um, Panic at the Disco, yes, I would have loved that song too. All right. So, so now that now that you know that it's by Panic, it's okay. Yeah. No. Now that I know that it's by Panic, perfectly okay with this song. <laughs> I love it. I'm a fan. This is the new. Uh, this is the new in the One Republic. <laughs> when I, so they're running joke with this song now. Other than it being from, and I'm just gonna freely admit my gayness. I uh, I love the Greatest Showman, and this rendition is like from the remix. They had a remix album basically of the from the movie, and it is Panic at the Disco. And so when we heard it initially as the the song to debut for Backlash coming this Sunday, I could not stop laughing my stomach hurt so much just from hearing it just you see first of all laughing at the fact that they that we, we talked about this again and again the idea of them promoting this as the greatest wrestling match of all time ever could possibly ever. be could possibly be is what they they want to profess that so god forbid if it's if it's a shit show we said it could be we didn't say it was going to be but so and They're then they be like this is the greatest wrestling match ever 
Results may vary. Results may vary. <laughs> Results may vary. It could possibly be. Any wrestling match could be the greatest ever, but this one here, just watch it. It might happen. We don't know. But then the song came out with this match. Good God. The, the tears could not stop flowing because I was hysterically laughing. Ladies and gentlemen, on that note, Sons of Slam is in your ears. Let's do this. Uh, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, all the good things. My name is Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. How are you, sir? I'm doing very well. Very well. Good. I uh, do. There's a little construction going on. When I'm, when I'm in, there's a little construction going on in my house. Oh, fun! In your house, not in your house, in my house. <laughs> in your house. Um. So, if there's any uh, drill bits that you guys hear, I apologize. Are they going to come like fall, be good. falling through the ceiling? Like, what, what are you talking about? No, like. Uh, well, I just heard something. Yep. You guys didn't, so okay. don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. It is all we'll play good. through. We we'll play through, just <laughs> like uh, Kobe after the Achilles injury. As in, as in anything else. Um, we have a ton of stuff to talk about here, uh, and then we have to talk about uh, something coming up tomorrow. Um, mm. Something very intriguing. The greatest wrestling match ever. Oh, this is the show. Okay. Oh, we're going to WrestleMania the shit out of this. I, I don't know what you're talking about. So well, before we get to all that stuff, let's, let's talk about all the other nonsense that happened. Uh, just as of this week, um, the biggest news of the week, Mr. Paul Heyman is out. Yeah, Paul e. as head head creative for Monday Night Raw, he will still remain as uh, talent, as wrestling talent. He will still remain as head creative for Brock Lesnar. Yeah, and that is about it. That's really it. Unless Lesnar's not coming by anytime soon. So the problem is they tried this already with other people, such as Cesaro, such as uh, it was Mojo. I don't obviously see a uh, Punk. It was Cesaro, Punk, Curtis Axel. Axel, thank you. So it, it worked. And he actually won the Intercontinental title. He did with with Paul. He did. Uh, it worked obviously with Punk, um, but that was one of the rare things because it just it, it was obviously mostly for Heyman. Um, but man, it's just it, the idea of this guy who had so much. Coming to find out all after the fact, so much power behind the scenes to be able to push these guys that he wanted to push, that would never get a chance with Vinnie Mac. And so, obviously, everything out there is coming to fruition as far as fears of wrestlers that d- d- were protected by Heyman now that he's out uh, are probably going to be on the out again um, because McMahon likes his people. Yep, yep. Not going to be too good for Shayna Baszler Not, the likes. Uh, I mean, that's already done. Baszler's, Baszler's been done. She's been on the outs, which is unfortunate because she's a good talent and she, in hindsight, should never have left NXT. Um, it's already happened to uh, the last time you saw... Uh, uh, ricochet or cedric um that, that's that's out, that's been out the window um the, all these other talents that that are all Heyman based such as your champion right now drew mcintyre that's a Heyman guy so it's not that mcmahon could just immediately take the belt off him now because they they did such a good job in pushing him but who's gonna know tomorrow who knows if if lashley is a mcmahon guy he might be a new champ <laughs> we don't know uh do you not remember? Lashley is 100%. No. Uh, Who? Nope, sorry. Usual totally words. forgot that. Okay. Lashley is a Donald Trump guy. I'll tell you that. Is he? He is. Okay. Don't you remember that WrestleMania? The one that he... he was that him? Oh, no. Yeah, the, the Battle of the Billionaires. Wasn't he... No. He he freaking like body slammed him. And then Austin came You're in right. and, and stunned right. him. Trump, Trump took Umaga. Umaga, yes. Umaga and Trump versus uh, McMahon and Lashley. 
Yeah. So, you know, Bobby Lashley is a Vince McMahon guy. I go, I amend the statement I said and Please. go back to my original yes. thought. He is a Vince McMahon guy. Right. So <laughs> in storyline and in real life. So yeah. that that might be uh, another casualty tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be very interesting. Um, it, just in that alone, just that match alone, just to see where that goes and, and uh, with everything going on in the world again, as I mentioned a week or two ago, that uh, there's thought of possibly putting it on somebody like Lashley. Again, I'm telling you, yeah. might, don't be don't be surprised if it happens. Um, I will be so angry if it does. I'll be angry. I wouldn't be surprised. Just I would because be very of like angry. like you're you're just screwing the pooch with Drew. Yeah, you, you did a lot of building up. You beat like in a in a clean way. Beat uh, Lesnar, and then this happens. It's it's not going to be a good look. Um, anything else with Heyman? You heard of because uh, I got nothing else with Heyman, but he, he did um, say, uh, I'm trying to find the, the quote that he said. Um, uh, there, oh, the, the reason why he, he actually came out publicly. Oh, uh, that was it. Uh, he recently addressed the issue that nobody backstage can tell if a superstar's push is working. The big issue is that quote, there is no metric that can be used to gauge who is over and who is not because there's nobody in the audience. So, because of that, you just you're going uh, apparently, they're <laughs> according to this statement. They're going on blind faith as to who they, they can push and who's doing well and who's not. Um, I can't believe that. I can't believe they don't get feedback. I can't believe that there's like they're just lost to society as far as like any feedback now because there's nobody in the audience. I find that hard to believe. Yeah, that I, I, I don't even know what to make of that. To be I mean, honest. I know they listen to us, but the fact that oh, yeah. if, if not us, Dave Meltzer or somebody is definitely giving you feedback to like what's working and what's not. I mean... Yeah, Come somebody's got to be giving you feedback that you're gonna listen to. Yeah, so I just I find that hard to believe. It's but that's that was Heyman's quote. So we shall see the uh, the outcome of some of these Heyman guys because he's gone. Big Pop is no longer there to protect him. So as we saw again, we mentioned Baszler's gone as far as like on the sidelines. Ali is just like chomping at the bit on Twitter, man. He's just like even with Heyman there with everything going on, they have no storyline for him. Um, it's just weird. where have the glitches been lately? Yeah, where have the glitches been? <laughs> that sounded funny. Where have the glitches been? Um, are you ready for another big Charlotte Flair push? Yeah. Oh, you are? Okay. That's I good. am. All right. Um, what are you not ready for a Charlotte Flair push? Well, I asked because push. there's Sorry. there's recently an online petition for WWE to stop giving her titles. I don't know if you were aware of this. Um, she got to get 16 somehow, bro. <laughs> she has to tie it up somehow. Um, so, yeah, there's there's... With after this match with Nia Jax and Asuka tomorrow at Backlash, uh, it is being stated uh, th- on uh, Wrestling Observer Radio through Mr. Previously mentioned Dave Meltzer that Charlotte Flair is next in line to get a shot at the Raw Women's Title, uh, and that it's going to be likely her spot for a while because they are filling up the uh, the void that Becky Lynch left. Makes so sense. So that's that was kind of it, it, this is more. Like a last minute uh, hail mary because you know they had Flair represent NXT and that was the idea for long term to keep her on there to kind of get eyes on there for Wednesday night, and then Lynch, pieced out with the baby, and so now Flair has to take that spot. So I'm thinking up until they made that match on uh, at In Your House a triple threat match, mm-hmm. right up until then, I think that Charlotte Flair was supposed to beat Io Shirai. But at that okay. point is when they figured that probably when they found out that Becky was pregnant. Right. And they're just like, okay, we got to move someplace else. 
And what better way to put Rhea Ripley in there for her to take the pin because it won't really hurt her all that much. But taking the pin, Charlotte taking the pin, it would have hurt a lot. A lot. Um, not not in the, you know, more in the immediate as opposed to the long game. Sure. Truth, truth, truth. Uh, yeah. More. So the pool, the pool that, that was used for Mandy and Otis's segment? Yes. Turns out that WWE asked to use asked Chelsea Green if they could use her pool. So all the boys kept on ribbing Matt Cardona. It's like, hey, we're gonna come use your pool, right? We can come anytime. Doesn't matter if we're working together or not. <laughs> okay. They just kept on ribbing each other. It was hilarious. But how funny is it for for Matt to get that phone call, being like, "Hey, bitch, you said, fired me." <laughs> yeah, like what the fuck? <laughs> you, you couldn't just ask me to do this like a couple weeks ago. Kidding me right me, now? Are you assholes? shitting me? <laughs> Are you shitting me right now? It's ridiculous. Oh my god. Um, what else you got? I recently saw the main event of All In again. Okay. And I totally forgot that Rey Mysterio was there. So Rey Mysterio may actually be the first person ever to compete in to go from AEW back to WWE. Huh. He was there. He didn't compete. No, he he competed. He Did was he? in the main event. He came out with the Wolverine gimmick. How was that possible if he was still under contract? He wasn't. All in, not all out. Um, yeah, all in, like the beginning of the year. 2017. 17. 17, yeah. really? Yeah. Okay. I think I think Ray came back in 2018. Gotcha. Which September, you know, that probably gave him the nice push for him to get to freaking... Although I guess AEW wasn't really a thing then, technically. Right. Huh. It was just... A, a huge indie show. Definitely, uh, no, definitely not the same. Chris Jericho had on the inner circle on Talk is Jericho, and it was hilarious. It was hilarious. Yes, Every part of it. I heard. But good, very good listen. the funniest part about it was that they were talking about the stadium stampede match, mm -hmm. and it turns out Jericho actually had to Google what to do with the challenge flag. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Because he didn't know. Uh, so people, all the boys kept on coming up to him when they found out they were doing this stadium match. They're like, oh, you're doing, you know, you're going to throw a challenge flag, right? You're going to go to a booth review or whatever? And Jericho's like, what, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, see, those Canadians, those, those spicy, spicy Canadians that don't know football. The football. Yeah, exactly. It's ridiculous. They have Canadian football. They have the CFL. Come on, man. It's no excuse. Yeah, but I don't, I, listen, I, I don't even want to know what the Canadian Football League is all about. <laughs> Um, I saw something about Tamatonga. Okay. I think he was on a podcast. He has his own podcast. It's on TNA like right that. now, right? No, he's in New Japan. New Japan. Yeah, but okay. he does like, uh, they work with ROH and stuff like that, so you'll see him popping up at that. He, he was at that MSG show, I think. Okay. He had actually verbally agreed to come to WWE in 2016, you know, when Gallows, Anderson, and Shinsuke all came in. Mm -hmm. And when he told Tiger Hattori at, at New Japan, uh, they started to make a deal for him. So they decided that, I think it was Haku or something, or Bad Luck Folly, something like that, Okay, where they were like, listen, if you, if, I think they went to Tiger and they were like, yo, if you bring his brother in, 
will stay for sure. So that's exactly what they did. Okay. And then the Gorillas of Destiny were born. The Gorillas of Destiny. So such interesting. Could you imagine if Tamatanga had come to the WWE then? I think they would have went to NXT. He would be on the main roster now. He would be on the. Well, is that a good thing or a bad thing for him now? (sighs) He went. Listen, I have no problem with him going to NXT. I like. I love when I hear talent coming over, but go to NXT. Especially now, this is like he had been so lost in the shuffle with whatever McMahon wanted to do with him or not do with him. Uh, he has no idea how to, or Pritchard apparently now, no idea as far as like Probably these talents. Probably would have just stuck him with the uh, with the Usos. No one. You're, you're gonna WWE. Like hey, you guys, th- this is like the same game, right? <laughs> just put you guys together, figure it out. You're definitely gonna see people like uh, Alistair Black. Um, I'd be shocked if Apollo Crews has his belt any uh, much longer. It's gonna be weird. It's gonna be a weird time. Then you're gonna see guys that just are in the in the type of guy that Vince likes uh, come over and be the uh, be champ. Um, my last story before we get into the week that was um, rumor killer in WWE canceling highly anticipated summer event singular event. Uh, they had a lot of plans, obviously, reworked uh, or that were straight up canceled <laughs> due to COVID. You know where I'm going? I do. Okay. I know exactly where you're um, going. One of these <laughs> stated that w- it was thought of that WWE was planning. I, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. They were planning something huge, something big. I should have had this ready before. <sighs> man, oh, man. This is the greatest no, show. No, 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 no. I got you. No, not that. Not no. that. Ready? Ladies and gentlemen, WWE reports saying that they were planning this summer to have Queen of the Ring Tournament. Man, oh man, (laughs) it's come. The time has come. It was set to have taken place this summer, but... It was nixed. <laughs> the idea and the rumor was nixed by WWE um, that it was not something that was not going to happen. Um, Ringside News confirmed that there is no such plans in place to have a Queen of the Ring tournament this summer. The idea is still floating around there in fans' minds, aka Black Mind. Whoa! Went there, but it wasn't something. That is your last name, right? But it wasn't something WWE actually had planned. So it wasn't something that it was, was even in McMahon's uh, mind. It was in all creative mind, just not his. Um, they did have a King of the Ring tournament last year where uh, Corbin won. Um, but yeah, so as of right now, that's it. Funny funny thing that the rumor killer came out on what just so happens to be, I believe, uh, Queen Elizabeth's birthday. Oh, how funny is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, I can put two and two together. It makes sense now. What? Uh, um, you want to hear a, a funny statement real quick? Sure. Funny thought I had? Um. There was a cop car that passed me when I was in Long Island the other day. Okay. Actual Long Island, all right, because we have to say that. Thank you. Um, and the cop, you know, they have those license plate, but it's not a license plate. So the cop passed me, and the license plate says 666. Okay. And without hesitation, the cop passes me, and I just whisper, El Diablo. <laughs> <laughs> El Diablo. Yeah. <laughs> The devil just drove by. Um, One more thing yeah, before we move on real yes. quick. Uh, Randy Orton ribbed everybody when he posted about oh him taking a, a private plane. 
Okay. And it was hilarious. He even had the Undertaker, uh, the Undertaker texting him, being like, "Hey, proud of you, kid. You did it right," <laughs> or some shit like that. And he was like, "I may have taken this quite a little bit too far." He, he is in uh, him, him and and uh, Tommaso and little something something. Also, we forgot to mention that that they were ribbing each other back and forth. If I hear on a Wednesday night, mm. I have voices, <laughs> I will lose my shit. So I bring that up because apparently. Or does he bring back the old music? The, hey! People forget about that music. Remember Randy, Randy Orton's old theme song? I remember he had another theme song besides yeah. voices. I, Nothing's going to change what you Yes, yes, to yes, make. yes. Very, very 90s uh, punk. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, I do remember that. Um, I bring that up because uh, it was reported that this week, I remember reading this, that McMahon is not happy about things that happen outside of the realm of actual possibility. What do I mean by that? I mean that... Randy Orton taking on Tommaso Ciampa. Being an actual thing. So when yeah. you, if you're putting it out there to tease, which is what, like when Becky Lynch puts out there as far as like Shayna Baszler, I'm going to kick your ass, when, when uh, Sonya Deville is bitching out Mandy Moore... That can be resolved in ring. This particular storyline cannot be resolved in ring. So they excuse me. Hang on, we got to rewind that a little, 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 little bit. Little, okay. Mandy, who? Rose. That's not what you said. What I say? Mandy Moore. I say Mandy Moore. You did. Wow. Yeah. Bro, and in your house comes up. We're talking about Randy Orton's theme song from the early two thousands, and all of a sudden, and- <laughs> Mandy Moore pops in your head. Did I say Mandy Moore. Mandy Rose. Good I swear God. you did. And I, if anybody... The day's going to come when I'm done with this. Yes, go ahead. If you guys <laughs> listen to this and I am wrong, please let me know because no, I'm I sure heard I, Mandy Moore. I'm sure I did. I, I, I'm sure we I did. We want Mandy Moore. I want to see Mandy... <laughs> I want to see more, Mandy Moore. Mandy Moore. I want to see more take on Rose. Um, Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose. So they can cash in on those matches, whereas Orton, unless he actually comes over to NXT, uh, which is not a thing, um, it, it's, it's, it's something that they can't actually produce for people so mcmahon is not happy that they're kind of going through the the, the argumentative motions in uh on twitterverse um yeah so it's just funny that they were they were ribbing each other back and forth just uh i think i think orton threw first shot right uh yeah it was like uh like backflip kick backflip kick something like that <laughs> he, he he described pretty much 90 percent of the matches that took place on on sunday right Unbelievable. Um, so that, I'm all for it, though. Great, oh, Randy Orton, Randy Orton, carrying Cross match. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Talk about dream booking. That'd be good. That'd be good. The week that was a Randy Orton um, Finn Balor match. Nah. Why not? Nah. You kidding I don't me? Think Fergal has it. Oh, there he is. <laughs> At the 23 minute mark, we got it in there. Good nice. Um, this is a week that was. We started off with NXT Takeover. Uh, in your house, and I want—I didn't get—I I didn't really fully get on you last week, and I, I, I apologize to everybody, um, and I, I got a lot of flack for it. Um, you should be ashamed of yourself not knowing who Top Hat and Gill is. And oh yeah, for, no, uh, for that I, I heard it. I was on the Zoom call. No, 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 but yeah, but you didn't hear week. from me last week, so that that doesn't count. I'm oh. talking about actually when everybody can hear uh, the shamefulness of you not knowing who Top Hat and Gill is. Um, mm-hmm. Not only I wrote it down to you, you didn't know who Top Hat and Gill was, and I had something else in my notes here. Todd and shit. What other name did I have here? Oh, all right, Jean Valjean. Well, you know, Jean Valjean from uh, 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 yeah. Les Mis. Les Miserables. 
No, bro, I haven't even seen the freaking Anne Hathaway vehicle. The that, flame is raw. Okay, right. The vehicle. So don't 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 come don't come at me with that. Shameful. It's embarrassing. More more so Todd Bengill though, because I mean, he you want to know it's embarrassing. A staple of New York radio. Go ahead. While you were doing that, I was watching other stuff. So I bet you don't even know who like Michael Waltrip is. Uh, no, but I can probably tell exactly. you that Todd Pettengill is... legend. I don't want to hear any shit about it. Uh, but Todd Pettengill, in the business that you're talking about now, is a legend in the 90s. And the Listen, fact that you that's don't know true. Him. You didn't have to bring that up, but all right, I get it, okay? <laughs> I only what, bring it up. Intervention? No, I did have get to bring it up. everybody on here. I did get have to Steph, bring it up. Get Steven, get, get Rob, get Lisa, get I, everybody <laughs> on here. Talk to me about how I'm such a big piece of shit. Okay, let's talk. So you're a piece <laughs> of shit because you didn't know who Todd Pettengill was. The damn guy started the, da- the, the pay-per-view. <laughs> he was the first face you saw in the pay-per-view, and he is introducing In Your House. So uh, a staple of the 90s uh, pay-per-views where they basically actually gave away an actual house. Um, so that was that was a thing in the 90s. Uh, someone would call in. It would be awkward. They would have like pausing, and they didn't have like the technology that, that they do today. So it would just be a lot, of, units. a lot of waiting around. You have to wait for it to ring. Not, no Comrex units. So it was just like, <laughs> just hello, can you hear me? Hello. Um, so yeah, that, that was then, and this is now. We're coming into In Your House 2020, starting off with a six-woman tag team uh, match with Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, and Raquel Gonzalez, uh, taking on Mia Yim, Shotzi Blackheart. And Tegan Knox, I don't know the reason why they have. I know they have all the NXT uh, wannabes outside the ring on Monday and Friday nights. Shotzi mm-hmm. Blackheart being one of them on a regular yeah. basis. I don't get that. So here's the I thing: I thought she was above you that. You can't have people like Shotzi Blackheart in the audience like that because she stands out a lot. Sure. If Tegan Knox wasn't as big as she is, like as over as she is, mm-hmm. she could have been in the audience. Absolutely. Mm. Raquel Gonzalez, if she wasn't as tall and also in part of the main program in the women's division she could have also been a ringside yeah. asset by the way there was someone unnamed i didn't get a name on her but to a this blonde girl on monday night had an iconic shirt on and there's photos of her all over the, w- the web with the iconic shirt on and the iconics come out and she's booing them <laughs> good i i and we're like uh can we can we train our people to either be love or hate for the person that's actually on your shirt? I'm sure that she didn't look down and she was, she was like she was just giving the shirt, wear this, and then she just put it Hang on. on and she one realized, second. Yes, I am wearing an inner circle shirt mm-hmm. at this moment. Right. You'd be damned if when Chris Jericho comes out, I'm not going to boo with everybody. I'm going to. I would cheer that man. You got you got to know who's the face and the heel, man. <laughs> but I would cheer. They're them. heels. They are heels, but you can still cheer a heel. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, yeah, but I'm gonna boo him. But I'm also gonna sing along to Judas. You know what I mean? That, that you're you're being a, a mark. Oh yeah, <laughs> we know that. You are beautiful. Um, yeah. <laughs> boo. Love or hate. Judas I'm gonna wear. Judas in my mind. It doesn't make sense. I'm gonna wear this shirt, but I hate you. Um, the moving on, we had. Uh, uh-huh. Mr. Sparklefingers. Finn Balor yeah, defeated oh, Damian Priest. Can I just say, by the way? Jazz hands. Mr. Jazz hands. This this match here um, was, was an amazing match. and the But one of the few things that I off, just off the top of my head that I can remember about this entire pay-per-view card is the spot that they had, Balor and Priest had, with the stairs on the outside. And oh, my God. <laughs> the, the, it was initially set up by Priest to do a, a Razor's Edge with Balor over his head onto these steps, and Balor reversed it, and then it, the match kept going and kept going. And then at some point, Priest went outside of the ring again on the apron, was going to basically suplex Balor from the inside out 
to the outside to this step that's on the floor. And Ballard got away from him, kicked Priest. Priest fell back first onto the steps, and all you heard was this doink. <laughs> it's like boink. The sound that that made back to steps, uh, I I jumped up. I literally jumped up out of my my off my couch. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't have that luxury. Unnatural. I have sound. a recliner and it's electric, It'd so be a very, I have to like very I have to, to control myself. Yeah. So I kind of just like sit up and I'm just like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. It'd be very weird you know, to get up in that. You know when you say oh shit, but you also cringe at the same time. It's mm-hmm. like. Oh yeah. fuck! Yep. Okay, he did that. All right, very, that happened. Very epic sound that that his back made on those steps. Um, and a nice thud. A very nice thud. The Balor takes the win on that. Uh, Keith Lee and Johnny Gargano for the NXT North American Championship. This I I love when Keith Lee does that spot where he takes like a, a Adam Cole or a Gargano, and will just shoulder check you into the boards literally into launch the them like a pat mcafee punt <laughs> dropping at the one yard line gargano flew he did that one point it was three quarters of the way in the match keith lee is running at him and gargano's next to the plexiglass there with the uh the fake fans he checked him into the boards and flew on the other side of the rail just an amazing spot um and uh, i'm liking gargano as a heel i, I gotta i gotta say i i, I like the uh the, the the in my image uh, motif that he's trying to portray here. Um, this is what we wanted a John Cena heel to be like. Was Gargano? Is Gargano as a heel? Yeah, no, he's good. <laughs> he wasn't taken very well at first, right? But now it's like, all right, fuck this guy. But I get it. He's good. That boy good. That boy good. Uh, Keith Lee wins. Uh, Backlot brawl. Not what I thought it was going to be. Um, it was okay for what it was. Uh, Fun note. Yes, it had the same producers as the under the Boneyard match. I could see that. I could see the production value in that. It looked really good. It, it looked really, really good. I just la- someone had joked online about the the idea of now everybody um, on these outdoor matches are going to just come in, in a vehicle. <laughs> you can't, just can't walk anywhere. You have to either come in a, in a monster truck or in like a Porsche. Yeah. Like you just can't have like I want to see someone come it, in like first a, off like a it Pinto. was a Lamborghini. Okay, so, Lamborghini. Excuse me, I'm sorry. You get my and point. I don't think it was a monster truck. It might have had a lift kit in it, but you know, that was, I'm not that here was, as a nitpick. That's a big ass lift kit. I don't know if they're yeah. that big. Yeah, some people got you know little stuff. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they got a you know some some, some people do that. Trying to you know? trying to uh, make up for something else, huh? Um, some people do that. But so you'd any, be mistaken if I didn't have a nice pickup with some sewer pipes hanging out the back. But that's the topic for another day. Interesting. Uh, so my point being is that every single match just has had like these guys come in some sort of vehicle. So they both did. Um, I want to see someone come in like a Pinto or like a, a hatchback and just like it's putting along and it's, it's out of gas. I want to see it runs out of gas come in and then that's in it. An old jalopy. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I want like with a hand crank for an engine. And they open the door, the door falls off. I want that. I want that to be exactly. like so, something. So it's got the horn on the outside that goes ooga. <laughs> <laughs> old school baby it went back and yeah. forth until they got velveteen in the ring and then they just uh, uh the rest of ue came in uh to basically beat up on velveteen dream he uh was saved by w- w- the one and only uh dexter loomis no blinks loomis don't bl- <laughs> like that no blinks loomis no blinky blink um but they started doing ecw shit and started throwing chairs in the ring um I thought New Jack was about to come down off for like a scaffold. He you like imagine if, if he Adam came Cole in? Or some shit. If he came in, that would be awesome. 
uh, and then Cole with the win against Velveteen Dream with a uh, his finishing move on the on the chairs, um, carrying cross, squashing the shit out of Tommaso Ciampa. Yep, uh, did not see that. I thought it would be a little more of a competition. It it, it was exactly seven minutes of just Ciampa getting his ass kicked. I thought for the purpose of what the match was supposed to it, it, get across, yeah. it, it worked very well. Definitely worked. Yes, it definitely worked. And um, Scarlet would look like a. P- 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 uh, I'm telling you, the, <laughs> God damn! He, he said it was it was okay. I, I think I still think that was the the greatest ensemble for a manager to have wearing uh, outside in the history of professional wrestling. It was like this mesh. I, I know it wasn't actual skin, but it was like nude coloring stockings. It was just, it was just amazing. Like she, she just, showed nothing and also showed everything at the same time. Like all, oh, just I've real. said that before. All, gotta, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna stop using that. I've all said that in, way too much. And everything she got that trademark. Um, and then the. Uh, the main event, the triple threat match for the NXT Women's Championship. Uh, the upset of the night. I'm calling it. Uh, and who 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 actually did call it? You did. This guy right here. Thank you. I you said did. I did say it was either going to be a uh, 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 Velveteen Dream or Io Shirai, and this chick right here, my baby mama, Io Shirai, taking it with a knee to the face to Rhea Ripley. Good God! <laughs> if there was ever a move that it didn't look botched, but it was botched. Yeah. So. I think that, like, honestly, she only had to land, like, a foot over. That's really it. Like, 12 inches to the to her right mm-hmm. would have been perfect. Mm-hmm. But then it didn't happen, and she took a knee to the dome. Rhea Ripley took a knee to the face by Io Shirai doing a, 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 a moonsault from the top rope and landing on her face. And uh, you see the referee immediately run over to Rhea Ripley just making sure she's all right. But, oh, we're we're totally skipping over the spot of the night. Please, somebody finally jumped off the house. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> two After things. all this time, yeah, I, I, somebody finally jumped off the house. Thank you, I appreciate that. Two things I noticed, and they I, I watched it closer actually on the replay that they had on on NXT Wednesday. They showed that spot. So Ira Shirai gets on top of the house, the the entrance. We have to go back. Also, speaking of the house, totally forgot about another spot. Um, Ira Shirai gets on the top of the house and. Does basically flies on on top of Flair and Ripley, and they had the reaction shots on Wednesday, and one of them being, um, uh, jeez, what's her name? Use your words. Use your words. With the hair. Shotzi Blackheart. Bel Air. Bianca Bel Air. She oh. was she was watching. Oh, okay, yeah, no, totally different personality. Yeah, yeah, no, you're not even close. Uh, so there was that. I found that fascinating. With that spot, they showed that, and then they showed her, and then they showed uh, Morrow. At home on his couch, and that's you just see that I, was awesome. what I tell you. He's home doing the announcing, and then he's just so we knew that though. I, we didn't know that, but he's so it, I, I love him. He's just so like interactive and like over the top, and people are bitching and moaning online about his style. Don't watch. I, I hate people. I really do, especially now. <laughs> I hate people that just bitch and moan about everything. Leave the man alone. He does. He's so good at what he does, and this is NXT. They had on on the network today. They had on. Um, they're doing all the backlash uh, matches from. Uh, the last couple of years, and one of them was 2016 when he was still on SmackDown, and he was on with uh, with JBL, and you just hear him like just be so animated and so into the match, and like as a like a true fan of wrestling, just appreciate what you got with this guy, even if they have him like remotely from his house, it, it's he's just amazing. I, I just I just love his his announcing style, and nobody for nobody decides to shit on Morrow when he's calling boxing matches. No, really, and he's the same way. 
Yeah, he's the exact same the way. Exact same way. Although I think he trademarked Mamma Mia for WWE. I don't. I right. don't know if he does that in boxing matches. Mamma Mia. But um, if he does, oh wait, quick one, real quick topic. Mm-hmm. They're setting up uh, Anthony Joshua versus Tyson. Uh, Tyson Fury. Yeah, there we go. Tyson yeah. Fury. Use your words. Names get my mind a little bit. <laughs> um, I saw that. I can't, I can't wait. I did for see that. that. That's going to be awesome. I did see that. Um, is Joseph not going to get his ass kicked? Who, Joshua? Anthony Joshua. No, he he, he won Joseph. the Anthony redemption Joshua. fight against Andy Ruiz. Okay. Ruiz. There we go. Gotcha. Remember, he, he, did, lost, yes, he got yes, knocked right. out yeah. by Andy Ruiz. Ruiz with the accent. Like, Thick boy yes. nation for life. Yeah. <laughs> Thick boy and nation. And then Anthony Joshua knocked his ass out, and everyone was like, okay, yeah, this is how you know, the world <laughs> should be. This makes sense. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith actually said it. He was like, this boy hasn't worked out since he won, and he's basically going on a tour of the belt. Like, he's just he's happy, so happy that he got the belt that he just went on like a world tour like and like not work out at all, and then he just got his ass kicked again. Listen, um, you love her, then you got to get a world tour. Is that a world tour or your girls tour? Sorry. <laughs> All right, go on. Uh, so Yoshirai is your new champion. And I forgot to mention also there was a spot during the Keith Lee, Johnny Gargano match where we're talking about the house. And they and Gargano did this. When he came out, his intro was he kissed or blew a kiss or waved or saluted uh, Doc Hendrickson. Um, and then he, he left the, behind the scenes. He went out and did his thing. They came back. At one point, they came back. Gargano was trying to get in, back into the house. And all of a sudden, you just see Keith Lee do his thing where he just pops out of nowhere. And, and all this done from the ring cam that they had at the door. Yeah. I, th- I think that's genius. I think that that, that was angle awesome. was, was just amazing. I think that's the only time they used it the entire night. But it was just amazing yeah. that they, they had that shot <laughs> of, of him getting kicked. That is the perfect 2020 version of yes. In Your House. In Your House. Just like the ring cam <laughs> of... Uh, just had, you know, basically getting someone to, someone's ass kicked via ring cam it was great. Um, Think about how many dumbest things you've seen on a ring cam that happened to people in front of people's houses. Mostly thievering, yes, but I, I yeah. completely agree. Exactly. Yeah. So that was <laughs> uh, once again another takeover that's really good. Um, not not the best one we've seen. Uh, War games, at least my my favorite has been War games. Um, War games and Takeover Portland. Portland was well, uh, one of my personal favorites. Is Takeover Brooklyn one? Okay, but that's just, I gotta go back and watch that. But as of right now, yeah, mine mine is uh, is war games. Um, but this was this was really good uh, compared to <laughs> other WWE pay per views. Uh, much like tomorrow, hopefully, with the greatest wrestling match ever. Um, this we, is the greatest show. I've, I have no idea what you're talking about. Stop! 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 No, we're not doing this every time. This is bullshit. Um, I'm moving on. Uh, moving on. So Monday, really, <laughs> Monday and Friday. Really, nothing going on here other than the fact that, um, that again, we uh, the Iconics uh, came out and uh, that that girl had an iconic shirt and was booing her. Can everybody, we... stop talking. Peyton Royce is on the screen. Yeah, right so now. everybody, shut up. Um, <laughs> the only thing I, w- I do want to actually talk about um, is the possibility of you know Ray Mysterio's coming back and his son possibly joining the Monday Night Messiah. Wow, that is an incredible thought you must have had. Totally original. No, not at all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> not my thought at all. But when I heard yeah. about it, I was like, I that'd be it. awesome. I heard it in, in my head at one point. And I, then, I know you said it, but I've heard it before, too. <laughs> yeah, I like it. <laughs> I love that we think we have original ideas. I, I think that all the time, too. It's like, I thought that first. Like, no, but that's not. Listen, Queen of the Ring is my fucking original I've idea. I've always given you that. Fuck. That's the only I know. Right? I just it, need that's... to make a public service announcement. It is my fucking idea. <laughs> 
and I'm not uh, fucking leaving with it. I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> tell you, you, you they're gonna. You, you should really just like um the show Space I mean, the Force. Trademark it. This just show, I was just about to say the show Space Force on Netflix. It was trademarked by that by the producers of that show, and now the actual at NASA wanted to get it. They can't use it because of Netflix show. So now you have to trademark Queen of the Ring, and see if they can get it from you. So they so they start calling it the Ring Queen. Ring Queen. <laughs> it doesn't have the same ring to it. It doesn't. No, Queen of the Ring. You got to get it. That stat tomorrow Monday. First thing first thing Monday. Yeah, I do. Fuck. Yeah, man. I wonder how much it's going to cost. Or at least at least the website. Queenofthering.com. Nobody's going to fucking want to do that. www.com. Oh, you can't get that either. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You got to do but something, yeah, man. It's my idea. I don't give a fuck. You got to do something. I will sing to the ends of the earth if they actually do use that. You got to do something. Competition. Make it make it happen. Um, uh, we had a decathlon, the Street Profits bullshit. We had uh, possibly the last time we ever see uh, Alistair Black and uh, Murphy, because <laughs> who knows what, what McMahon's going to do. Um, Owens and Andrade. I, I don't understand this Andrade and, and Angel Garza uh, thing with uh, Selena Vega. Like, they, two of them are bickering back and forth. They hurt Vega. She had to leave leave the match. Um, I'm not sure if this was I, the way that they did this whole faction, which is kind of weird. Like, Austin Theory was part of it. Then they kicked him out, and then they're down to two. And I, I just didn't get it. I, I don't get what, what the whole thing was. Like, it wasn't, like, a successful thing. They lost every week. Um, yeah, that's my, that's my two take, my two cents on that. Um, and then we had the main event with uh, – Actually, no, we had we had two main events. Bobby Lashley and MVP versus the Viking Raiders. So the Raiders are back, not uh, playing croquet with Street Profits. Um, and Bobby Lashley and MVP took that one. And then the actual main event, which was uh, Charlotte Flair versus Asuka. And uh, just pointing out what I mentioned before, as, as far as Charlotte being a champion at some point, she defeated Asuka, took down the champ. And uh, she's still undefeated against Asuka. So at some point we're gonna see uh, see Miss Flair be uh, be a champ again on Raw, and then have a very long reign on that. Um, speaking of uh, Wednesday night, let's start with NXT here. Um, I I thought that when I saw this match, it was like this is like a pay per view match, and like starting the show is amazing with uh, Gargano and and Candice LeRae versus Keith Lee and Mia Yim. Both uh, both bang buddies. Uh, just they're showing, they're showing a photo of there was they're showing a photo on WWE.com of Keith Lee holding the two of them on his shoulders, and there was one point in the match where Candice LeRae was on the mat, and Keith Lee somehow landed on her like she was LeRae was occupied with Mia Yim. And Keith Lee came around and landed somehow, like basically slammed onto Candice LeRae, and then crushed her. He's like all worried about her, and then Gargano comes up and uh, uh, rolled up Lee for the with the the greatest move in all of wrestling, uh, the roll up. I thought she was dead for sure. She she played it off. she played it off. Gargano didn't care. Like she basically got thrown out of the ring. Gargano came in for the roll up, got the win. He came out, picked up LeRae. While they're on the ramp, the <laughs> Ray is playing the part of being dead, and there's a part where Gargano's trying to hold her up and just grabs her boob, <laughs> just literally his his right hand just like to pick her up, grabbed her her right boob to to lift her up. I was like, okay, I guess they can do that because they're married. Um, 
there's just anything to cop a field during the match. Oh, absolutely. During the match, after the match. Um, but yeah, that's your baby mama. So. You want to know what was crazy when I was watching this match? The only thing that went through my mind was why isn't the ref pinning right now? Like she she's being pinned. What what's going on? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, mixed tag, right? You know, they can't. It's not an intergender match. It's a mixed tag match. Right. That bullshit. <laughs> Um, it would have been over right there, but no. No, no. Um, I, pronounce this for me, please, as you see on the screen. Indushare. 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 Okay, so I had it. Um, they're like 6'4 and 6'6, six, six, and they're just like, they're great size. They're like McMahon-style wrestlers, and who, I mean, other than uh, Imperium has the belts. Like, who who can beat these guys? Legit. <laughs> That, I don't know. These but guys are huge. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna assume they're gonna work their way up towards the undisputed era, and then eventually Imperium. But God, the, these dudes are imposing. They're very. And I feel like this is what they wanted Aikam and Rezar to be. Uh, like I feel like this is the that. original gimmick they gave those two, and they were like, "No, nah, fuck that." <laughs> uh, but yeah, this this definitely works for them. Um, so I'm looking actually looking forward to seeing them more. Um. Oh, well, would you look at here? Right in the smack dab middle of the whole card. You got Mr. Balor versus uh, Cameron Grimes in a rematch. Uh, Finn Balor took it and, and defeated him with a coup de grace in uh, 1916. I'm always I'm always afraid when they take that 1916 that they're just going to pull like a like a Steve Austin Owen Hart and just like... You're afraid of the 1916? Crack. I'm afraid of the coup de grace. Are you kidding me? He, he thing looks like it'll do, it'll induce a heart attack. He, someone had mentioned or something online about how he's able to, like when you see him jump, like he's not like darting his feet into their chest. Like he's like, at the last second, he puts his knees up to soften the blow. Yeah, but like the coup de gras, like not the coup de gras, the nineteen sixteen, the DDT. Like it looks like he's like basically just gonna land them on their heads, and then he at yeah. the last second kind of like flips it over to on their back. It's. Uh, the boy good. The boy the boy good. That boy good. Uh so if Balor Fergal takes the win. Uh Dakota Kai against it's uh Casey Cantanzaro. Cantanzaro. Casey's hot, man. I'm I'm all about her. <laughs> and just uh I want to see her. more of her. I'm all about <laughs> I'm her. a her, Casey. I'm more about Casey. I want to see more of her. Um and Dakota Kai's cute too, but I would and, and especially when you see her on Twitch. If you ever watch uh if you listen or go on Twitch and she does a lot of a video game playing for a charity, and so, but she's very cute, very hot. But uh, more, more of uh, of Casey, please, Canton Zaro. Uh, and the, the show stealer coming up next, right here. El Hijo del Fantasma. And aren't we glad we don't have to say that anymore? Yeah, what the hell, Santos Escobar. So, um, you want to explain <laughs> this this whole situation and like really quickly as far as like how this all developed. Okay, so before anybody even knew who El Hijo del Fantasma was, there were two masked men who had abducted Raul Mendoza and Joaquin Wilde right after they had lost matches on NXT television. Okay. Then Ejo comes in. He's, you know, doing his thing. He's babyface. He's over. And he almost gets attacked by these masked men twice. So it comes to the, I think it was last week with the, with the cruiserweight title match, right? Mm -hmm. Where they came out and they caused a distraction 
and then Drake won. I mean, uh, uh, Eho won and all that stuff. They went away, all that bullshit. Mm. So it turns out Eho got in the ring. Drake got in the ring to congratulate him and try to. He requested a opportunity at the newly minted cruiserweight title. And these two masked men come out. Mm. They come out we've, and we've they decide to. We've seen these two masked men for a while. What? These are the same two masked men, right? Like we've seen, like allegedly, these are the same two masked men right. that we've seen since before Phantasma even showed up. Right. So they start circling the ring, all of the shield, and they get to each side of the ring so that Drake and Eho are back to back. Then they um, they decide to Eho turns around and reveals himself to attack him. So he attacks him, and then he raises his arms, and the two masked men unmask themselves, and it turns out to be Joaquin Wilde and Raul Mendoza. Who and then he weeks ago were, were kidnapped himself. He unmasks himself and reveals himself to be this Santos Escalade. Mm-hmm. And I'm all for it. I'm all for it. And come back to me next week and I'll have a better name because I can't think of them right now and I don't want to put some bullshit out in the universe. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is the greatest faction ever. Oh, the greatest faction. The greatest faction or... Oh, this is the greatest show. No, I, I'm sorry. That was a cheap one. I apologize. This is the greatest show. Oh, man. But that was a... Oh, Sorry, um, yeah, huge swerve. swerve. Huge swerve. It, it's total swerve. Huge swerve. Although, look back in our old episodes, you'll probably see me saying that he's the leader of it. <laughs> I think you're assuming that you said it at some point. Okay, if you think you said it, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna argue with that. Someone can please uh, go back and kind of take a yeah, listen. Yeah, please. Be, be still quarantine's still going on for a couple more weeks. I think you have time. Um, and then Adam Cole uh, in the main event taking on Dexter Loomis in a non-title match. I would have thought that um, I don't in this kind of situation if, if Loomis could have won or should have won to give him a little push, but that wasn't even like the the main part of this whole thing. Um, we actually had uh, members of UE come out. You had Strong come out. You had Bobby Fish obviously come out, um, and then you had uh, Velveteen Dream. Really actually. quickly, yeah. I think as long as you have the Undisputed Era as a unit, it really doesn't matter who loses against them mm-hmm. because it all goes back to that heel thing where you know faction heels will just do anything they will to win so you cannot blame the baby face for trying to win but not being able to deal with the numbers right that's why i think it really didn't matter that loomis lost because he's over yeah, yeah he is i can see that um, so it wasn't even like the main part of this whole thing. The main part was uh, again the aforementioned Scarlet coming out, and looks like they're start, starting a uh, challenge, going straight to the top. Hell yeah! Kick, kick Champa's ass and go straight to the top, and right, right, yeah, to, right to call. Cole. That's what we like to call a uh, skyrocket. Sky <laughs> right up the ass there. Uh, yeah. So Scarlet comes out and has like a big uh, like the sand uh, timer, and. Uh, you see uh, Adam Cole a little uh, 
I'm a little worried. Um, I can imagine like all these people that, got, that he defeated, and this guy carrying cross comes in out of like in two seconds and just takes the belt. I don't. I, that can't happen. Okay, it's not going to be a Tommaso Ciampa type of match. Um, it's, which is another reason why you couldn't have Dexter Loomis win. You want to have a, a, a rocket ship up your ass, and you want to you want to give someone a push like and put a strong heel heel. Uh, not that Cole's not, but someone like Cross in. <laughs> you give him the belt like now. Yeah, um, I don't know. It just it's it seems it's very soon, but he's he's really good. The, the boy big, and he's he's good. Um, so we should see what happens. It's a new storyline uh, in the works. Back over, keeping it Wednesday, all kinds of Wednesdays, um, with uh, AE Dubs and uh, the in ring debut starting off the night with uh, FTR when Jericho is back on the mic. Uh, yep. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, I know we we talk. I I love Chris Jericho. I really do. There's some again sometimes when I'm just like yeah, you, you got to lay back, and I understand he's trying to play the part, but he's it's, it's sometimes it's, it's a lot and. Uh, I don't know, in the beginning, it seemed like a lot up until when he kind of left the uh, the announce table. But uh, you had FTR, uh, Dax Harwood, and Cash Wheeler in their debut against the Butcher and the Blade, and the Butcher and the Blade are back to their regular look and not looking like uh, like painters. Um, Backstreet Boys. The Backstreet Boys, and they're all white. Uh, and then we had, you had Tully Blanchard, and you had Art Anderson and uh, Spears in the audience. Mm-hmm. So, mm. yeah. Maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm. New four I don't know if maybe? you saw it. I don't know if you saw it, but okay. I saw it. What? I'm sure I did. Cash. Cash is the one with hair, right? Cash is the one with hair. Cash is Dash. Cash, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. So Cash, when they got up on, when they came out for their entrance and got on the turnbuckle and they did their whole, you know, two, two fists or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck they do, uh, Cash was throwing up a little four. Cash threw up a little four and a two. So I, I, I don't know, man. I didn't. I didn't see that. I don't know. Look at it again. Hmm. Okay, a go back and check that out. Subliminal message. Go back and check four that out. Four horsemen coming back. So uh, and FTR. Ooh, I just realized if you don't have the four horsemen with Hangman in it, you're, that's a missed opportunity. Four horsemen with Hangman. Um. Just because yeah, the yeah. name, to be honest, strictly on the name. Yeah. I mean, he he, he would fit. He would. But strictly on the name. He'd be a good heel, too. He'd be a good heel. Um, I'm waiting for that to happen. Uh, so uh, FTR takes the the win uh, after Revival. Next up, uh, the Natural Nightmares. How did the Natural Nightmares... And just oh, I can already answer my own question because of wrestling. How did the Natural Nightmares become uh, number one contenders for the tag titles, even, uh, although records count in AEW? I thought they had the best record in the tag division. Do they? I thought so. Okay. I don't know. I was not aware. Now you're making me question my thinking. <laughs> I'm questioning everything that is. Um, I wasn't really aware of that. And uh, so there's gonna there's also dissension in the uh, in the ranks there. Can we? What happens if Ali is is playing QT, and Ali is still the bunny, but has Butcher and the Blade come out and basically kick Dustin and QT's ass, and that sets up something for that? What if Ali turns out to be the bunny for FTR? Oh. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Thought provoking. Um, yeah, the women are more <laughs> Penelope Ford is is like is Penelope Ford the Mandy Rose of AEW. 
Yes, okay. she is. Answer that question. Thank um, you. I appreciate it. <laughs> and I never thought that you could wrestle a match with that big a wedgie every t- all the time. Oh my god, man! <laughs> it's just like all wedge. <laughs> it wasn't yeah, like it was all like wedge. Part, all wedge, all freaking wedge. So that was a good match just just because of that alone. So your your uh, women's champion Sheeta and Kairi Sheeta and uh, Chris Statlander against Nyla Rose and Penelope Ford. Um, yeah, wedge wedge city just. Uh, uh, all over the place, and Penelope wedge Ford, city bitch, wedge, wedge, wedge city bitch. <laughs> There's your title. Um, Penelope Ford, by the way, just taking the the craziest bumps uh, uh, in this uh, in this match, uh, and ironically gets the win, gets the the uh, the fall. Um, the reason why I did not understand this episode of AEW, one of the reasons why was just Darby Allen having this uh, this this scene with uh, that he's not able to come back and compete. He's not cleared yet, but a one Mr. Tony Hawk is appears. Yeah, and, uh, randomly out of nowhere. Randomly, it's like no, you don't need a doctor's note for here. Go ahead, skate and break your ass. So that's what he tries to do. He tries to skateboard off a, a ladder, a high, very high ladder, onto a ramp, and he falls in succession many times until he finally does it after like the sixth or seventh time. Um, not really sure what this what this uh, was able no to uh, to I thought show that Tony Hawk. What this what this accomplished know. is the word I was looking for. I thought that Tony Hawk was on uh, Talk Is Jericho a couple weeks ago. Okay. I don't know, maybe, right. and I'm not too sure mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was the weirdest thing ever. It's a weird, uh, it's a weird segment. Um, moving on, six man tag match with uh, Cassidy, Orange Cassidy, and best friends Chuck Taylor and Trent versus the Inner Circle, uh, Jake Hager and Santana and Ortiz. Um, I have a better appreciation for Santana or Ortiz uh, after that podcast. It's a very good listen on, on Talk is Jericho. Um, and you would never think that Ortiz is that well-spoken, like well Why Now, why is that? Why? Look at him. You're racist. No, I'm not. That's very, his gimmick. That's, that is very judgmental. His gimmick is saying three words like, I am Groot. <laughs> Fucking we the best all day long. That's it. <laughs> That that goes to show you, as far as like talent goes, doesn't it? Like you, a lot of people have to get by on their mic skills and are very yeah. are, are okay ring wise. Like he's he barely says a word. You're right, barely says a word. The best thing ever was Chris Jericho telling Ortiz that one of his favorite parts of the Stadium Stampede was how he sold the ring bell, mm-hmm. like or I mean, getting his bell rung. Yeah, literally. The way he did it was just like that Ric Flair kind, but just turned up to 12. To 12, yeah. He was just, uh. <laughs> right. And then, and then flat. Just falls flat. Um, so Actually, speaking of that, someone did that during this match, too. I think that was uh, Santana had, had a moment like that where he got he got clocked, and uh, I think it was a DDT or something like that. And uh, yeah, it was. It was a swinging DDT. And mm-hmm. uh, he just got spiked, and you just see him like stand up and like do the flare before he falls down. Um, we fast forward to the end of this match where uh, it was actually um, who won this? Uh, or uh, Cassidy? Cassidy won this, but then got they, both their all three of their asses kicked, except for Orange Cassidy, who really got his ass kicked by getting busted open, and then Jericho came out from the behind the uh, the table with the announcers there and has a bag of blood oranges. And it's just like, <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, I see where this is going. Um, I proceeded to just kick the shit out of Orange Cassidy with a bag of oranges. So there's no writing in, in AEW, but I swear to God, dude, 
this one particular segment had like 90s era Vince McMahon written all over it. <laughs> like, so the guy's going to get bloody. Uh, His name's Orange Cassidy. Uh, oh, I got it. <laughs> a, we'll just have a bag full of blood oranges. That's pretty good. Waiting underneath the ring. <laughs> all right, I got a little off track on that one. <laughs> Uh yeah, and then proceeded to take a bite out of one too. That was that was an interesting spot. Um, yeah, when does when has anybody ever taken a bite out of orange like it's a fucking apple, Christopher? Christopher Jericho, that's who. So that, uh, exactly, Christopher Jericho. I, I I'm loving that they're setting up Cassidy. That Cassidy is now like skyrocketed, but past the, the 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 guys that were supposed to be like the front runners in in uh, Best Friends, and now he's like he's like main event level. It's it's so weird. Just like you're uh, having a lazy sloth like gimmick, will get you to the top of the uh, car because having, nobody else is doing it. Li- yeah, exactly. Nobody, nobody, nobody is doing it. Right, <laughs> or has ever done it. <laughs> so, it turns out that having a sloth like uh, gimmick could really propel you to the top of wrestling. Not in real life, I don't think. No. Yeah, no. I don't no, think it works like that. Yeah, in real life, you'd be you'd be screwed. Um, no. Yeah, be so. living under a bridge somewhere, <laughs> probably in San Francisco. In a van. And then uh, yeah. moving down by the river. Uh, Shivani is interviewing uh, the gun club. And again, I keep forgetting how big Billy Gunn is. And so he just, MGF no, comes. It's in. not Billy Gunn anymore. Did you notice that one? Bill. It's just Billy. Just Billy. Just Billy. Uh, no gun. They're doing the uh, actually, Cody the, and Brandy Rhodes thing. Yeah, on the website, which is technically the WWE thing, because it's just putting it down to one name. So technically, they did that first. Um but now on the website, it just says Bill. It doesn't even say it Billy. It does say Bill because I think that's what MJF said. That's what MJF called him. MJF insulted Bill's sons. Um, yeah, it's a that's a big boy, and he's like staring eye to eye with Warlow. Again, I did not realize how big Billy is. Um, so we'll see. Uh, Billy, Billy, big boy. We'll see. We'll, we'll see Warlow and and Billy uh, job to Warlow, but that that should be a, a good match. And then uh, Sammy Guevara and Colcabana. This storyline with Colcabana, as far as um, his connection with. The Dark Order has taken a turn in that uh, Sammy Guevara uh, gets the win for the first time in forever. Uh, no pun intended, for Frozen. The first um, time. And, <laughs> and Colt gets helped up by Mr. Brody Lee at the end of the match. Mm. And uh, fast forward to backstage where Dash is back there, which, by the way, man. Uh, good Lord. Good Lord with, <laughs> with Dasha. Um, she's, is she, I walked into a rectory earlier and said, good Lord, is that okay to do? Uh, it depends on how your tone was. I was talking about the brand new, uh, renovations they did in the basement. Oh, then yeah, why not? All right, cool. Good I just wanted to make sure because the priest was also right there. I was like, uh, might not have been the best time to use Eek. that one, Joe. <laughs> I was also wearing this inner circle shirt, which is a yeah, cross definitely with not. a bunch uh, of skulls on it. It wasn't a good thing to walk into there. Dude, room. bad look. <laughs> Um, so Coco Ban is backstage with Dasha, and uh, do you see him end up talking? Like, just didn't even say a word. Like, she she's like, "What? What are you doing? What's going on?" Um, and then he turns, and the camera turns, and a very dramatic look, and he's standing outside of Dark Order's door, and he walks in. So uh, should be interesting. Uh, Coco Banna turn possibly. Boom boom, Coco Cabana. And by the way, 11. by the way, the return of Eva Una. You know, we were like, "Where the hell is he?" Yes, yeah. yes, and, you're right. I and Grayson about that. And Grayson. Um. Yeah, so they're they the first time we've seen all of Dark Order together. The actual Dark Order all together at one time, yes. In a wow. random random uh, dynamite. <laughs> this is very weird. Uh, again, another weird segment of AEW this this episode. 
Joey Janela is seen uh, drinking at a bar, and then he basically goes outside, and who's outside to pick him up but Sonny Kiss? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the two of them go off into the sunset. That's to, to be to, to be continued, according to the uh, the vignette. Um, just uh, weird. <laughs> what a weird combo to put together. They have to drive to Fighter Fest. Mm, I think I've seen that before. Mm, yeah. <laughs> together now who's recycling storyline together really exactly <laughs> together in love uh john moxley gets approached by taz who is just uh, again uh, amazing on the mic just just incredible on the mic and uh he confronts mox and says i <laughs> quote enough of this get your head right because you're gonna tap out at fighter fest and uh yeah brian cage it doesn't have to say a word just just have taz as your your piece your mouthpiece um and he slammed i'm moxley. pretty sure he can cut a promo I'm sure he can. It's just he doesn't have to. No, he doesn't. He doesn't Not with to. Taz. He slams Moxley onto the the car. Where Taz, again, they do that thing where the the manager is like, no, 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 this is too much. <laughs> this is too much, and it plays it off well. Jake Jake did it a couple weeks ago, uh, uh, and then now Taz does it this week. Mm-hmm. It's like, don't do it, don't do it, and he slams him onto the car. Um, and that is for Fighter Fest two night Fighter Fest. Uh, and then too the main, big for one evening. Too big for I don't know where I heard that before. Yeah, and then no, the I don't uh, know either. <laughs> the main event uh, for the TNT ugly ass title is uh, the American Nightmare Cody against uh, Mark Quinn, one half of Private Party. What an awesome match, man! What, what an amazing match! And not only because Cody's Cody, but Mark Quinn. I, I love that they're giving shots like this to like Jungle Boy and now Mark Quinn. So guys that are young, that obviously have potential, obviously have some sort of uh, of talent to be in the ring, and this kind of match, just like one-off match, obviously he's going to lose it, but puts him over, way over, and to the point where Shivani genuinely in his voice was like, this is amazing, he's great, I want to see yeah. him again. And you, you heard that excitement in his voice, I'm like, that's that's great, that's what that should do, is a spot like this, is to put some guy over like Mark Quinn, who's amazing and who I legit think was hurt. Uh, if he wasn't, he played it off very well. But uh, doing all these these topes off uh, over the rope and... It was just an amazing spot to to have him uh, in that match, uh, but he takes the loss and Cody retains. But just man, what what an amazing match! Um, you can tell how good the people are that face Cody by how they uh, by if Cody can get their uh, his belt off in the match or not. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Like we know the Jungle Boy Cody was really really fucking good because yeah. he took his belt off. <laughs> You know he's ready. You know he's gonna be ready. Um, that was Wednesday. The only thing, two things on SmackDown because there's really nothing else going on um, other than uh, the promo promo for Matt Riddle who's heading to SmackDown. Um, yeah, a three week promo. Three week promo. Well, you know they can't just have him like come over. They have to kind of build it up. They do that every every time. Like a couple weeks, he's coming. He's coming. Um, so a couple things here. Uh, one. With New Day entering the ring, first thing that they do is they take a knee for Black Lives Matter. Two, we had um, <laughs> Pissgate 2020. What the Pissgate shit? 2020. What the shit is? is <laughs> I watching this uh, on Zoom with my friend Steph, and sh- and I said to her, I go, they're they're bringing out this thing. It looks like a facade. Like someone's either going to DJ behind this thing, or with the doctor. They had this doctor who just looks like smarky as hell. They're gonna have this guy, and he had a a, a big ass jar. Like, what else are you gonna do it with in it other than stand behind that? Have just with the storyline, and he's gonna pee behind it. Sure enough, he's like, no, no, I'll do it. I'll do whatever it takes. I want to know the 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 conversation after this that Matt and Reby had with with Jeff. <laughs> I'm like, dude, what are you doing 
in the storyline, and he he basically he's, he's said to approve this the storyline. Like it's not they his don't know idea. What's going on? Don't you remember? Revy threw out the TV. That's right. Oh, that's right. She can't watch it. <laughs> yeah, she can't watch. She threw it, that's why she threw it at her television. She threw out the television. Right. That's right. Um, what the hell? <laughs> what are we doing, man? The Dude, weird, I don't know. One of the weirdest things, and I said to you, one of the weirdest things I've seen this, and when Mark Henry had the hand with Mae Young. Two of the Oof. weirdest things, and not, not to mention also maybe, uh, uh, what's her name, uh, uh, Vicky uh, uh, with Kane. Oh, Vicky Guerrero? Not Vicky Guerrero. Uh, with the, <laughs> the dead body and, and Triple H. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, I forgot her name. We, just, we, were, Vicky... talking, we were talking about it all, a couple weeks ago. We'll get it. Um, it just... We just some there's sometimes in, in in WWE where in wrestling where we just go way above and beyond like what should be as far as entertaining goes, and this was one of those things, man, where he pees in a cup, party does, and he gets so upset that at the end of it he throws it in Sheamus's face. Yeah, I'm just, I, I just have two quick questions about that. Vicky Kane, right? First Katie Vick. All, I'm sorry, Katie Vick. Yeah, see, because I said Katie Knox last week, and I was like, I don't think that's a real person. Right? No. Um, the only questions I have are, mm-hmm. A, when was the last time Jeff Hardy actually drank something? Because to have urine like that, that much urine, you have to have not drinking, you, you, I'm sorry, to have the amount of urine that he had, mm-hmm. he had to have at least drank a gallon of water within 10 seconds of him coming out to the ring. <laughs> it was like, it was like... It looked like apple juice, and there was things floating inside of it. I don't know what the hell they did, unless Vince was actually like not kayfabe or kayfabe was just like, "You better drink a lot of water and not pee for three days." He goes, um, "Jeff, take this into the locker room and have the boys fill it." <laughs> I, it's, so, it's just so weird. It's just a weird spot. Ah, oh, I, I, I just. I'm flabbergasted. I really am. I'm flabbergasted that that was part of this night, the night where they were crowning. Surprisingly crowning, which I totally forgot that they were crowning a new IC champion this night. Yeah, I thought it was at... Uh, I thought it was going to be back, uh, Backlash. I thought it was going to be Backlash, but it makes sense that it wasn't Backlash because you have to have the greatest wrestling match at Backlash. And... So this one here, which was actually a really good match, and went exactly. three segments... It would have outshined the greatest wrestling match ever. By the way, right now... <laughs> on the, so we're looking, at, we're, we're looking at the same screen here... Uh, and, following along with WWE.com and the SmackDown results. And right next to AJ and Daniel Bryan and their match is a small picture, and the headline reads, Jeff Hardy splashes Sheamus with an unsavory surprise. <laughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> so this I, I, a segment like this, which goes three ma- – it should have gone three segments um, with this IC match, and just uh, amazing. Uh, technical wrestling uh, at its best here, obviously, with the two of them. Uh, and but we saw that who's going to win this, and it should have been Styles. It had, it had to be Styles for this to take the uh, the IC belt. Um, yeah, absolutely. So that'll be a good run to kind of you know. It's always always good to have with the uh, the face chasing the heel. So Styles is your new Intercontinental Champion. Uh, the main event: Strowman and Heavy Machinery. The return of Tucker versus uh, Dolph Ziggler. Miz and John Morrison. At some point, what's his name? King Corbin. Was talking to uh, Mandy Rose no more. There you and, go. And you saw Otis leave the ring and basically attack uh, Corbin and come out and and then get the win. Um, I uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm still reeling. I, I really just some reeling off of the uh, piss P-gate. gate. P P gate. P gate 2020. 
I just have one quick thing about the Intercontinental Championship match. Yep. That promo they had right before it, where they showed all the greatest Intercontinental Champions of all time Great, awesome. throughout the years, yeah. what they did. They left off a pretty, pretty big uh, okay. Intercontinental Champion who happens to be who the person who has won it the most times. That is? Le Champion. Le Champion. <laughs> well, I mean... I mean, I mean, they I'm sorry. They no, Le, Le, Le Champion has not won any Intercontinental titles. <laughs> Y2J, on the other hand, has won many. Is the greatest Intercontinental Champion of all time. I just, if you're not with the company anymore, you do not exist. That, I, no. I, or even if Why you're with the you? company, even like you're with the company, like someone like, oh, I don't know, uh, Roman Reigns, <laughs> you're still with the company, but you're Who? not with the company. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, which all leads to. Tomorrow, Sunday, 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 and backlash. All the backlash. You know how bad backlash must be for like dyslexic people. Just looking at it and just being like, "Hey, you want to go watch Black Ash real quick?" And it's like mm, that didn't come out right. Black. <laughs> Blacklash. <laughs> Black Ash. Um, Black Ash. Black Ash. Uh, Let's see here. Let's see the card here. Starting from the bottom. So Apollo Cruz versus Andrade, which I didn't know was a thing for the U.S. championship match. Um, I'm hoping that a Cruz retains that because why would you just put the belt on him for two seconds until Paul Heyman gets fired? Um, the triple threat match. I really hope he doesn't win. Like, I mean, Andrade. Oh. I hope Andrade doesn't take it. Right. That's what I'm, yeah. Because then that means that Vince is back in full control. Vince is back in full control. <laughs> that's what it's, that's what it's going to mean. Um the triple threat match with uh, your your women's tag champs Bailey Sasha Banks versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross versus Iconics. Uh, who you got? As <laughs> he does it in the camera, Iconic. Um, yeah, go ahead. Bailey and Sasha have to retain. Yes, I agree. Um, I also don't understand, and it was a whole piece that I wanted to go over, and we're running out of time here, but I wanted to we'll hold off next week. There is a whole article that I I was just I just have on my phone here that talks about why ratings are declining um and one of the pieces in it is it talks about storylines and just the lack of continuity in it and that's how things will just stop at the drop of a dime because it either doesn't work or you just are bored of it or you just want to stop doing it case in point uh like uh Liv morgan and the, the lesbian uh storyline so you deville and that lesbian storyline I'm, I'm obsessed with lesbian storylines uh, i think that one's still going on it's, it's a, i think they, they talked about bringing it back it's not going on now it's a slow burn. It's a slow burn. Um, and uh, the, the thing with uh, the Iconics and the, the slap her around the world. Uh, with, um, from Billy Kay to uh, Peyton Royce. And they just kind of just like. slow burn. I hope you're right. I hope that pays off because that would be. Uh, Me too. It would be interesting. But yeah, they just kind of like put that to the wayside. Um, PP Gate. Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus. They, sh- they should just have loser. Loser gets uh, peed on. Um Asuka versus Nia Jax for the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, I'm hoping that Nia doesn't destroy Asuka in some botched way. Uh, we talked about last week how many times Nia Jax has actually destroyed somebody. And uh, it's 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 a long list. So she's getting tore up on Twitter. And uh, she's just like, I'm going to do my thing. So you know, we'll, we'll see what happens tomorrow with that. Um, in the most ridiculous match of the night, uh, two-on-one, Braun Strowman versus Miz and Morrison. For the Universal Championship, uh, because they bashed Strowman's car. God damn those motherfuckers for bashing that car! 
<laughs> she got that is a piece of American history right there. How fucking dare you? They'll get there. They'll get there just to you. Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley for the WWE Championship. Well, actually, who, I'm, I'm taking Drew in that. I'm I assuming that's true. to be known. I'm taking Drew. Who are you taking? With? I'm sorry. Let's go back. Oscar and Nia Jax. Oscar, come on. Okay. Let's, let's be honest. Got to ask. Uh, Strowman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then McIntyre and Lashley. McIntyre. To retain. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, just as what you just said, I'm going to say if Lashley wins this, McMahon is is in. McMahon Pritchard is in, but McMahon is in in, like as far as storyline goes, because I can't imagine that having McIntyre just win this at WrestleMania, which is only a couple weeks ago, uh, about a yeah. month, month or so ago, and then losing it immediately. Uh, to Bobby Lashley is I, I don't know not a good look, but uh, I would not I would not be surprised at this point now after Heyman's uh, leaving I would not be surprised if Lashley takes it, and then the match we're all waiting for. Oh, I said stop that. Um, Edge and I Randy can Orton. only hear the freaking one song by Panic at the Disco in my head every time I hear that song. Now I'll just let you know that. What song? This one. You've ever heard of closing the goddamn door? No. Oh, that one, yes. That one. Uh, <laughs> I forgot which one it was. Um, and I'll probably get killed for it, but whatever. I don't give a fuck. Uh, I'll, I'll find it eventually here. Um, I, I can't understand why. I, I really want to know why, how and why they're, they're making this the greatest wrestling match ever. Like, What prompted them? Is it ratings? It, it's, it's not really ratings for the, the network. The network is still has the numbers. But to claim this as the greatest wrestling match of all time. Um, Dude, I bet that's money. a lot of pressure. Actually, <laughs> I'm not stating the obvious, but that's a lot of pressure. I'm going to take that back. I do not bet money. Okay. I will bet something that the only reason they're considering this the greatest wrestling match ever is because they probably hit each other with their own finishers, like with the other finisher. That's what's going to make it? Yeah, and Vince's mind is like, that's such good shit. Oh, my God. We're just being lazy here. Oh, stop. No. Stop. No. No. Come on. What are Come you on. doing? That's not me. It's, it's, it has a mind of its own, especially when it talks about this match. Um, what, I, You're I, talking about the greatest wrestling match ever? You keep saying that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break you. <laughs> Please stop. This, if, if this match is not the greatest wrestling match, oh, oh shit. Seriously, it's getting old. Stop it. No more. How about this? It's the greatest. Okay. It is the most entertaining okay. wrestling match ever. Well, that's not good for the billboards. The most entertaining no, match not. ever. <laughs> Backlash. They say the greatest wrestling match ever. The greatest. I, can't, I don't know. Chris. Yeah. Greatest. Greatest, greatest. You gotta stop. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm very curious to watch this to see what they could possibly do with this match. I really do. I want to know what, you, what, how this would be the great. I listen. These are two, two of the best wrestlers of all time. I, I can't, and, and possibly maybe Edge is in his best shape of his career. But I mean, geez, life. I have his life, <laughs> but I mean, I don't even think five second pose freaking edge was like that ripped. <laughs> no, it wasn't. He is, he is tore up now. 
but he looks like uh, the the uh, crib keeper. Um, yeah. <laughs> with that said, uh, who's taking this one? Since Edge took WrestleMania. See, I, I can't put my finger on it because normally what they do is they have a wrestling match, then they have another match, and then it goes to the last man standing. Mm. But with this one, they start with the last man standing match, which Edge wins, and then they go backwards. Now there's a wrestling match. Some might say the greatest wrestling match. Oh, this is the show. You're such a dick. And uh-huh. uh, I think Randy has to take it. And they have the 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 rubber match at SummerSlam. Which would be the greatest greatest? Yeah. The greatest greatest match of all time. No, this is gonna be the greatest. And the next one's gonna be the worst. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this sucks ass night now. Uh well This is (laughs) the worst match match I've ever See, get it live tomorrow in 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific, the worst match you've ever watched in your entire life. Get ready for pure shit. <laughs> that is, uh, that, that is wrestling. Uh, that is the wrestling that is, that was, that's for the, the week. That is the show. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you tomorrow in Zoomland. In Zoomland. Uh, in Zoomland. And, uh, we will, uh, we'll take it from there. Thanks guys so much. For listening, as always, hit us up, please, on the Twitters at Sons of Slam Show. Uh, let us know what you think as far as the the greatest. Oh, this is the greatest it's it's like every time it's it's without fail. Um, but that match, which will not, which will be amazing, the most amazing wrestling match ever. Uh, hopefully, it is. It lives up to its name. Otherwise, I'm going to be very disappointed. Otherwise, hit us up on the Twitters. Uh, Please tell your friends, tell your neighbors about SoundCloud, I, uh, Apple Podcast, Spotify, all that good stuff for Sons of Slam. Joe, any final words before we I say deuces? I'm about to go have the greatest. No, absolutely not. Not uh, the, the, the the most impressive glass of beep ever. Beep. Yeah, beep. beep. We'll go with beep this week. Okay. I'm hoping hoping it's delicious for you. Or some cafe con leche. Oh! (laughs) Joseph, on that note, I leave you with... Yes! As I'm pacing the pews in a church corridor And I can't help but to hear No, I can't help but to hear In exchanging of words See you next week What a beautiful wedding What a beautiful wedding Says a bridesmaid to a waiter But what a shame What a shame the poor groom's bride is all I chime in with the haven't you people ever heard of I just wanted to know that it's not my doing Having the clean version that is all Chris I would have said whore in that exact same situation. That was your job to say whore. It, dude, zoom, seven seconds. I would have came in. It would have been like whore. That's how it would have sounded like. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Uh, Peace out, guys. Have yeah, a see you later. <laughs>
the Sons of Slam podcast.